And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, I'm going to give you some feedback about what I was doing over the past weekend, and it was all real estate related. Let me take you back to last Friday. So what was going on last Friday? Well, the Central Texas office of Lifestyles Unlimited was throwing its monthly multifamily road trip. A multifamily road trip is designed for people that are a part of the preferred investor group of Lifestyles Unlimited. There's there's three different membership levels in Lifestyles Unlimited. If you've listened to the show before, you know I've, I've articulated this to you before. By the way, 80% of our members join at the financial freedom level. That's the entry level membership to Lifestyles Unlimited. That's the membership that everybody joins into. And 80% of our members don't advance to the challenge or the preferred programs. You know, want to know why? It's because we taught them everything they needed to know in order to be successful as real estate investors. And because they've made the informed decision that they don't need the additional services provided by these additional membership programs, or they don't want to invest the, the ways that these particular membership programs allow them to invest, they stay right where they're at and they get themselves retired in five years or less. Yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you're like, 20% of the membership, you do tend to upgrade your membership. You either go to the challenge program or you go to the preferred investor group program. So what's the difference between these two? Well, the challenge program is designed for people that know that they want to invest in single family properties and they know that they want to buy a lot of them and they want to get going and they want to go really fast. So what the challenge program gives you access to are additional services and, and trades that are focused on helping you go really fast. And here's why you want to go really fast. Let's say you've decided that you want to invest in single family assets. That's the path you've chosen to follow. Single family makes sense for you. Single family is going to do for you what you need it to do. And it's going to get you retired in five years or less. And you've decided that it's going to take 20 single family homes to get you retired. The challenge program is uniquely designed to help you go super fast. It's designed to get you going, get you into that first property, get you through that first property, and then get you focused on your second property. And then as your skill sets improve and you're able to take on more properties, maybe you could do two properties at a time or three properties at a time. And the challenge program is designed to, to give you all the things that you need in order to do that excessively easily. Yeah, I don't know if that's a correct use of, of grammar, but I know my eighth grade English teacher is rolling over in her grave, and, and I'm sorry, Mrs. McDougal. So there's a thing called the preferred investor group. Now, the preferred investor group is designed for people like me that want to invest in multifamily 
assets and we want to invest with other members. We don't want to go out and buy the assets ourselves. We want to go out and either buy the assets and, and make those assets available to the membership, or we want to go out and we want to buy assets that have been made available to the preferred investor group membership. Does that make sense? So that's the majority of how I do my investing. I am a member of the preferred investor group. It made sense for me to go there and I invest with other members. I let them do all the heavy lifting. I let them do all the work and I let them send me checks quarterly and I let them double my money in around three to five years. It's, it's really a nice relationship. So the multifamily road trip that I went to on Friday was designed for the preferred investor group members. So you had to be a member of the preferred investor group in order to, to get into the room because it, it has to operate as a, as a closed network of people. This is because the Security and Exchange Commission tells us implicitly how we can and how we cannot operate as a group. And we have to protect what we formed as the preferred investor group, because if we if we screw that up, if we do things wrong, then the SEC could say, you know what, you guys are operating incorrectly. And therefore, we're going to take back anything that was given to you. And we don't want that. We don't want that. And the reason we don't want that is because outside of the preferred investor group, there's there's this crazy thing called real estate going on. And there's a lot of people out there that are, are focused on stripping everything they can out of a deal and leaving you with the crumbs. They like to call it the preferred rate of return. I've talked about this on previous shows. The preferred rate of return is not very preferred at all. As a matter of fact, it's the rate of return that tends to pay the least amount of money to its recipients. Yeah, that's the way it works outside of Lifestyles Unlimited. So what's it like attending a multifamily road trip? I'm going to tell you right now. First of all, I got up in the morning, I got in my car, and I drove to the Lifestyles Unlimited offices. Yeah, I drove to the Lifestyles Unlimited offices. I went inside the office, and I sat down, and I paid attention. I paid attention. That was my road trip. I paid attention. And you're thinking, wait a minute, dude, road trip is road trip is you go places, you, you get into like some kind of vehicular thing and you go from point A to point B and you 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 check things out. Well, we, we do road trips that way, too. But this particular road trip, we did a little bit differently. And here's why we did the road trip in the San Antonio offices. The property that we were focused on is in Corpus Christi. Texas. That's about a two and a half, maybe three hour drive, depending on how you drive between San Antonio and Corpus Christi. Now, the lead investors, they, they live in Corpus Christi. They came up from San Antonio to talk to us about their property. Now, we didn't have to physically go to their property because they brought plenty of things with them that represented their property. They brought photographs. They brought information. They brought financial information. They brought everything that we needed to have in order to have a road trip. So how did we do this road trip without leaving the office? Well, we did it very well. First of all, we had Richard stand up in front of the entire audience. Now, Richard is one of the Lifestyles Unlimited vendors that provides multifamily uh, lending opportunities. When you become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited, he's one of those great multifamily lenders. He's actually a broker, and he's been able to do some, some pretty creative things for Lifestyles Unlimited members, as well as very conventional things, too. So he's, he's the kind of guy that goes out and finds the right mortgage instrument 
for the type of transaction you're trying to put together. So, so Richard talked to us a little bit about the lending environment and the fact that he actually believes that, now get this, he said this, and, and I, I trust Richard. I've known this guy for over five years. He's one of the first guys I met when I became a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. But he stood up in front of everybody and he said, do you think the, the interest rates are going to go down? And Raise your hand. And there, there's a whole room full of people not raising their hand, right? Because we're all convinced that now interest rates, they're just going to keep cycling up and up and up. And Richard said, you know what? Take a look at the third quarter of this year. In the third quarter of this year, believe it or not, people in the, the high levels of the lending world think that interest rates may actually come down a little bit. And it may have something to do with this banking problem that we're having, you know, with the Silicon Valley Bank imploding and then Swiss credit having problems. And I guess there was a third or a fourth and a fifth, whatever banks. Okay. It's not the resolution trust years. Okay. It's not the resolution trust years. It's not 2008 all over again. Cool your jets. Everything's fine. I think just the fact that Richard told us that he is seeing information that indicates that rents or it's not rents, but interest rates may come down a little bit. That's, that's positive for what we do in multifamily. And here's why it's positive. Because we utilize borrowed money. We, we borrow a lot of money in order to acquire our assets. And the neat thing about that borrowed money is it doesn't participate in any of the equity gains that we create in the asset. All those equity gains are ours. So by leveraging lenders correctly, we stand to make a lot of money. And that's exactly what we were talking about in that multifamily road trip. So, so Richard told us one over the world with the lending world. Um, it was good news to hear. And then we got into the meat and potatoes of why we were there. We, we started looking at this multifamily apartment building and we went through all the aspects. How did, how did they find the asset? What did they do to reposition the asset in the marketplace? Is this particular asset a value play or is it a yield play or is it a hybrid? Um, we, we look at all the elements of the deal going into the deal and then we analyze how the lead investor is operating the deal and then we talk about where we at today now i'm going to tell you the one thing that i took away from this this entire thing and it's it's it has nothing to do with how pretty the units are it has nothing to do with how they they took what what was a a blighted community and they basically turned it into a landmark community in in the area it's got nothing to do with that you know what it has everything to do with the fact that they're only about two years into this particular assets ownership and they've already doubled everybody's money. You heard me correctly. They've already doubled everybody's money and they're not done yet. They're still working on improving this asset. And that's the big takeaway from this multifamily road trip is we look at how we can invest our monies correctly. And by doing the things correctly that we're supposed to do, we can make great returns, not only for ourselves, but also for those people that invest with us. Now, I am not a lead investor. I am a passive investor in Lifestyles Unlimited. As a result of that, I look for lead investors that are providing me the types of returns that I want to achieve in my portfolio. I look for lead investors that 
are doing the things that I would do myself if I were the lead investor. And once I find somebody that's doing things the way I would do them myself, I realize immediately that I'm aligned with that person, that whatever that person is trying to do, it's probably going to give them the fruits that they're, they're going forward to find. Does that make sense? I know that makes sense to you. So the multifamily road trip, it was a great, great experience. We had uh, multifamily mentors there. We had uh, different types of vendors there. In addition to Richard, the lender, we had, I would say there was, there was, there had to have been at least a hundred people in the room. There had to have been at least a hundred Lifestyles Unlimited members in the room, all sharing information, all learning from the information. And it was a really phenomenal event. Now, I will tell you, one of the things that I have been toying around with because of of what's going on in the real estate markets right now is I'm actually toying around with going back into the single family markets. Now, I, I know that I've told you for years on the show that I've been divesting all of my single family assets. I'm actually down to one single family asset and I'm getting ready after this show. I'm going to write the notice to vacate to my resident because my residents on a month to month lease, they're not paying fair market rents. They're having a little bit of difficulty making the rent payments. So maybe it's time for them to go. And as a result of that, I'm starting to refocus on single family because I'm seeing things in the single family market that are really catching my eye. When we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you about the single family road trip that I went to on Saturday. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. We sold one of my wife's properties and actually did a 1031 exchange and we bought three brand new builds in Fort Worth. Um, So right now, collectively, we have three of her inherited properties and then three properties in Fort Worth that we've done through Lifestyles. And you turn one property into three, tripling your cash flow. Exactly. Yep. Well done. Learn to increase your cash flow. Register for the workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. Now, earlier in the show, I was talking to you about a multifamily road trip that I went on last Friday. It was was a great event. We didn't actually go anywhere. We sat in the office and did the whole thing in the office. And the reason for it was the property that we were analyzing was three hours away and nobody wanted to do a six hour round trip road trip. So we just did everything from the office. And you know what? Extremely successful. The information that we wanted to convey to all of our members was conveyed and people learned. And that's what's important about these multifamily road trips. They're designed to teach you what you need to know. Now, in addition to the multifamily road trip, I also went on the single family road trip that was held 
on Saturday. Now, the reason I went on the single family road trip, it's not, it's not because, you know, there's, I think that there's a lot of things I still have to learn about single family because I, I think I've, I've pretty much checked the box when it comes to single family. There's not, there's not much that I don't understand, but by going on the road trip, it actually opened up a lot of opportunity to me, a lot of opportunity. And, and I'm going to talk about that opportunity in a moment, but let me explain to you why I went on the road trip. I have been seeing equity captures in single family assets that are that are being brought to my attention by realtors that I have relationships with. I have seen the equity captures double and in some cases triple the amount of money that you as an investor would put into that deal. That doesn't go unnoticed to me. It does not go unnoticed to me because now think about it as as a multifamily investor primarily. What I look for is I look for investment opportunities that have the potential to double my money in about three years while also paying me a cash flow opportunity. In other words, that cash flow comes in, it starts paying at a certain point, and then it continues to pay quarterly. And then we get to a place where we either do a refinance or we do a sale. And that's what doubles my money. So if I put $100,000 into the deal, I'd get $200,000 back out of it. In addition to whatever cash flow that I made along the way. Does that make sense? Okay. In the single family space, I'm seeing single family assets offer me the opportunity to double my money instantaneously. And in some cases, triple my money. I have talked about these opportunities on this show before. If you go back into, well, the, the easiest way to, to find our past shows is go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Now you may subscribe to a podcast service and you can get the old shows that way. There's a show I did a couple weeks ago where I, I specifically just randomly took 12 different opportunities that came in. I, I think I, I got rid of five of them right away because they didn't offer a doubling opportunity. And then of the seven that were remaining, all of them offered at least a doubling opportunity, but two or three of them offered an almost tripling opportunity. And then one of those offered an excellent cash flow equivalent, or, or, or I can't even say the right word. See, I'm getting so excited about this thing. So now check it out. Almost tripled my money, if I had bought this asset, almost tripled my money and was giving me a nice cash flow payment. So that's that's the property that I chose to analyze for you guys on the radio show. You guys remember that show? Okay, well, if you don't, go back and listen to it because what you're going to find is why I'm thinking the way I'm thinking. So let me let me boil it down to you. If I buy an asset today that has the potential to double my money because of the equity capture, all I have to do is hold that asset for a year and a day, and then I can decide what I want to do with it. I can either refinance it, I can sell it, whatever I need to do to take that doubling effect out of the asset, I'm going to do that. And get this, remember I said, hold it for a year and a day. Two reasons why I'm doing that. Number one, the tax reasons. There's a difference between long-term and short-term capital gains rates. We've talked about that ad nauseum on the show also, so I'm not going to get into it here. But just know that a year and a day, long-term capital gains rates kick in, and they are much more favorable to a real estate investor than short-term capital gains rates. Okay, we clear on that? Okay, the other thing that's, that's so important to me here is the fact that 
because I've captured equity, in other words, I've bought this asset at wholesale pricing, yet I'm commanding retail pricing in the marketplace, all I have to do is operate this property for a year. Yeah, I just and, and for a year. And, and then I can decide what to do with it. I can decide to do a cash out refinance on it, take the money out that way. I can decide to sell the asset if I want to, take the money out that way. And here's the neat thing. I've doubled my money in a third of the time that would take me to do it in the multifamily space. Now, it is going to take a little more effort on my part. It's going to take a little more effort for me to do this, but I'm willing to do it. And it's not that much effort. It's not like I'm taking on a 40 hour a week job. I'm taking more like a, a four hour a month job on. That's, that's kind of what it boils down to four hours a month. And if you're spending four hours a month operating your single family property, just one of them, man, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you're doing it wrong. All right. So let me get back to this, this single family road trip that I went to. Now in this particular road trip, we actually went to a property. So we, now I'm not saying multifamily road trips always stay in the office and single family road trips always go out of the office. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that in these two particular instances, that's the way things all laid out. So on the single family road trip, we went to a place called Converse. Have you heard of Converse? Converse is, is a town in the San Antonio area. It's its own independent city. It's right next door to San Antonio. It's got a, a major Air Force base. Well, it's not a major Air Force base, but it's got an active Air Force base uh, right across the freeway from it. And it's a place where I think there's some great investing opportunities. You want to know what I saw? Numbers. Yeah, I mean, when I walked into the house, it looked like every other house in that particular part of Converse, Texas. I mean, it was about 900 square feet. It had three bedrooms. It had one bath. There was no carpeting in the property. Um, there was there was concrete floors all over the place. There were cracks in the concrete, so we knew there were foundation problems. Some of the other issues with the property, roof. Roof's in bad shape. It's, it was one of those shake roofs, and it's, it clearly was the original shake roof that was put on this thing something like, I don't know, 35, 40 years ago. When I looked at the HVAC, it was the original HVAC. Now, kudos to the company that built that thing because it's still in service today. But I would tell you this, had I bought that property, that HVAC would be gone. There would be a new modern one in its place because that one did not have five years left on its life expectancy. Not even close. Now, when I took a look at the wa hot water heater, I noticed that the uh, the legal tag on it, which which shows you the age, Things only like a year old. So somebody replaced the hot water heater. So that, that tells me that, okay, that's probably going to be okay. I'm not going to have to spend, you know, $500 to $1,000 replacing a hot water heater. Not a problem. So we walked through the entire property and we, we came up as a group. We talked about all of the different things that were wrong with the property. And then we talked about the cost associated with fixing all of those things that were wrong with the property. And you want to know what the cost was? $58,000. Yeah, $58,000. It would take $58,000 to fix that terrible property up and make it as nice, if not nicer, than everything else in that neighborhood on the interior. Yeah, $58,000. So if you were buying this thing at retail pricing, you couldn't afford to add another $58,000 to the price because you would be so underwater on the value of the property, you, you'd, you'd be stuck with a terrible property. 
what you need to do is you need to buy this property at a price that is considered a wholesale price that allows you the elasticity between the wholesale price and the retail price to spend $58,000 and still capture equity in the transaction. Now, here's the other thing that I wanted to share with you about this property. It has nothing to do with the fact that the walls need painting. It has nothing to do with the fact that the kitchen needs to be completely gutted and, and redone. It has nothing to do with the fact that the, a, this property would require a new appliance package, period, period because there were no appliances in the property to begin with. So, yeah, you'd have to put new appliances in there. Now, some people would put used appliances in there. I don't do that. I go with the new. It's worth it. That's just Al's opinion. So this is the thing that I saw at the property that made me realize that had I purchased this property, and I did see this particular property come out on, on one of the realtors that, that I have a relationship with did send me this property a couple of days prior to this, this multi, or excuse me, single family road trip. And, um, and I, I didn't bite on it. I didn't bite on it, but here's why I know this thing came out. Cause I've already analyzed the numbers. It would take $28,000 cash out of pocket to do this particular deal. $28,000. Now the cash flow was, was okay. It's, it's not the great cash flow that I like to see. I like to see $400 a month. This was okay cash flow. It, it would provide about $225 a month in cash flow. So that's, that meets my minimum tolerance. But here's the thing that I liked about this house. My equity capture on this property was $28,500. That is more than the $28,000 that I would put into this asset. Yeah, that represents a doubling effect of my money the day that I buy this property. Provided I control all of my costs, provided I keep my rehab at $58,000, provided the government doesn't do anything crazy in the next three months to cause you know the price of, of lending money to go through the roof, I'm going to make a lot of money had I bought this property. Now, I didn't buy this particular property. I did not. I passed on this property, and here's why I passed on it. I wasn't ready. You heard me correctly. I wasn't ready to take the property down. See, in my mind's eye, I'm still wrestling with, do I buy another multifamily deal when I sell my single family house that I'm getting ready to sell, which by the way is in the, in, in the same township that this particular property is in, or do I buy more single family assets? And here's where I'm leaning. I'm leaning to buying more single family assets because if I can double my money in a year as opposed to three years, what do you think is the better avenue for me to take? I think it's the doubling every year that makes more sense. Because if you think about it, if you have $100,000 and you double it in three years, it took you three years to get to $200,000. That's, that's not a terrible result. That's, that's probably a much better result than you're getting in your 401k or in your mutual funds or wherever you've got your money parked right now. But if you double your money every year, that means at the end of year one, it's worth $200,000. At the end of year two, now it's worth $4,000. At the end of year three, now it's worth $800,000. I know I said $1,000 earlier, but I was trying to be easy on your ears. Think about it. In a three-year time period, what's a better result for you? To take $100,000 
and turn it into $800,000? Or is it better to take $100,000 and turn it into $200,000? Now, the $200,000 route, it's, it's going to require no effort, nothing on your part. You will be a purely passive investor. But the $800,000 route, it's going to take a little bit of time on your part. It is going to take a little bit of effort on your part. It's not going to be a 40-hour work week because you're going to build a team around you that will do all the heavy lifting. Your primary responsibility is to manage the ongoing repair process and to write checks. You heard me correctly. To manage and write checks. If you're lifting a paintbrush, if you're painting the property, if you're putting in carpeting, if you're up on the roof putting no new roofing on, you're doing it wrong. You are doing it wrong. Now, there, there are those of you out there that I know, you're, you're, maybe you are a general contractor, or, or maybe you have experience doing this stuff, or maybe it's just a passion for you. You like, you like working on stuff like this. Okay. In that case, if you want to work in your business, you, you can go ahead and do that. You can go ahead and do that. But understand that comes at an opportunity cost. Because if you're in the property for eight hours painting it, you're not outside of the property for eight hours looking for the next deal or looking for the great resident that will lease this great property from you for the next year. Yeah, opportunity costs. You have to be very, very cognizant of those opportunity costs. That's why I want you to be managing the deal and writing checks and making money and making money. Making money is a good thing. There's nothing wrong with you making money. As a matter of fact, if you don't make money, then you're doing it wrong. And I've got deal after deal after deal that have come through in my inbox. Like here's a deal. Now this one, this one's in Kansas City. This one is kind of an interesting deal because it provides about $475 in cash flow. It doesn't do the same thing. It doesn't provide that doubling effect of my money. It, it would take about, well, based on the estimates here, it would take about $40,000 to do this deal. And you'd only capture about $9,300 worth of equity. But your estimated cash flow per month would be $475. Now, if I were focused purely on the cash flow, this might make sense to me. But here's the thing you need to know. That $475 per month, it's only returning to me a 14.4% cash on cash payment. So I have to take a look at, at what that 14.4% really represents. If I'm going to put in upwards of $40,000 to a into a deal, I would like to see either more equity capture or even higher cash flow. To be honest with you, I'd be, lo I'd love to see higher cash flow. I don't think 14% is high enough. I'm seeing deals that are providing 15% cash flow and giving me better equity capture. So let's take a look at another deal that came out. Now, this particular deal is in the San Antonio area, but a different part of San Antonio. Now, this particular deal is going to take about $31,000 cash out of pocket, but it's going to return about $25,000 worth of equity capture. So what does that work out to be? About 80%? Okay, that's a better equity capture than the property in Kansas. So I'm leaning towards San Antonio. And the cash flow is 422 a month. 
It's a little bit less than what the other property was offering, but it's a 16.4% rate of return. Look, to do what I'm doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.